1: In this program, are based on the Holy Spirit leading of a man called Coach.
0: I gotta ask you this, out there, Christian America.
1: It's time for pass the salt with a Coach, Dave Dobenmeyer.
0: The zeal of the Lord hath done it. The zeal of the Lord, as you know, uh, we we have a pre we have a pregame prayer in here every every day before we go get started. Myra usually leads the pregame prayer, and uh, she led to let uh, pull that scripture back up there, Spencer, if you could. This, by the way, Ma- uh, Myra's often right on target with where I'm heading in the morning. And we, we don't communicate. I don't tell her any idea what's going on. And she brought up Isaiah 59, verse 17 through 20. i throwing it up there on the screen. It says, for he put on a righteousness as a breastplate and a helmet of salvation upon his head. He put on the garments of vengeance. The garments of vengeance. People say vengeance is mine. I will repay. Repay. Well, I ought to do a show on that. Vengeance is not necessarily a bad thing, folks. He put on vengeance for clothing and was clad with zeal as a cloak. When Myra read that, boy, something went ding, 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 ding in my head. Zeal, zeal, zeal. How's your zeal with the Lord? How's your zeal? Is it just kind of, you just kind of, guys just kind of hang out together? You have the zeal of the Lord. I mentioned this before we went on the air. The zeal with which I chased my wife. And the zeal with which she chased me. And that you guys all know that when you've been in love, what that's like when you fall in love, deeply in love. And you can't, all you want to do is be with the other person. You think about that. That is the zeal.
1: And then, amazing was
0: this guy gets ready to go out in and battle. And he puts on a righteous breastplate, and he puts on a helmet of salvation. puts on a garments of vengeance for clothing. He wasn't afraid. He was clad with zeal, as a cloak. I'm a wordsmith. I love words. I love words. Because words have meaning. In fact, I wrote about that today. Words have meaning. And if if we if we misapply words, if we don't under, if we just read words and don't really think about what they mean. Sometimes we miss the whole point. So I said to uh, Spencer, hey, Spencer, go to Webster a minute, pull up cloak. I'm sorry, pull up, pull up uh, zeal. Pull up zeal. Zeal. Ask yourself if this is you. Huh? A passionate ardor in the pursuit of anything. In general, zeal is an eagerness of desire to accomplish or obtain some object and it may be manifested either in favor of any person or thing or in opposition to it and in a good or bad cause. Wow. They have the zeal of God, but not according to knowledge. For zeal for liberty is sometimes an ignorance to subvert with little care what shall be established. Zeal. Zeal of the Lord. Passionate ardor. What's an ardor? What's an ardor? A-R-D-O-R. An ardor is heat. In In a literal sense, the ardor of the sun rays. Warmth or heat applied to the passions and affections. Eagerness as he pursues study with ardor. They fought with ardor. Are you arduous? Does the zeal of the Lord encompass you everywhere you go? When you walk into a room, when you open your mouth, does the atmosphere change? Do things heat up? Go back to the vibe Bible verse. Go back to the Bible verse. And <clears throat> was clad... With zeal as a cloak. What's a cloak, folks? Words mean things. If we don't, if we don't understand words, they choose words on purpose. All right. A cloak. See, oh, spelled a different. See, cloak, a loose outer garment worn over other clothes by both men and women. A cover that which conceals, a disguise or a pretext, an excuse, a fair pretense. Mm. Cloak of zeal. I got one of those. I wear one of those. Can I be uh, upfront with you? It Makes a lot of people nervous. Hey Clay, it makes people nervous because there's there's a heat radiating off of me sometimes. In fact, I did. I had a chance to do a, a show with um, Patriot. I'll get the name of it here in a minute. I'm going to Texas next week. Next week to be part of an event, and uh, I'm going to get one of these guys on. Uh, I was on the show yesterday, two days ago. I'm sorry. This is right off. This right off the head here. Okay. <clears throat> and uh, the zeal of the Lord hit me in the middle of the show, and you guys, have, <laughs> you know what I'm talking about. I'm not bragging. You know, you're not, you're not telling, when, the zeal, when the zeal hits, right? And then on the Rumble channels, after I went down and I read the the comments, you know, it's amazing. Some people are turned on by the zeal, and some people are turned off by it, aren't they? Isn't that amazing? But uh, I want them to know that when when I leave or they leave me, whenever our interaction is done, I want them to have been singed a bit. I want them to be a little bit sunburnt, if you know what I'm talking about. And uh, zeal isn't for everybody, but I look around and I see what people have zeal for, sporting events, and uh, I just go on and on and on and on. The zeal of the Lord has spoken it. And we're going to get into some stuff here today. That was seven minutes uh, just right off the top of my head here this morning. Excuse me. Through my vote, my voice. Uh, Silver. People want an update on Joe Silver. We got one yesterday. Uh, I don't know if Joe's listening every day. Hey, hey, Mel, not Mel. Somebody, here's what we got to do. Let's do a uh, card shower for Joe Silver. I'll, I'll get I'll get all of that ready tomorrow. I'll get his address and everything. Let's all do a card shower for Silver. Just put a few bucks in there for him to help him out. Five bucks, ten bucks, whatever. <clears throat> Why don't I ask you to pull up? Oh, it says I'm sorry, Spencer. I Didn't tell you it was an update. It says. Um, What's it say? (laughs) It just says, where is it? I think I got it. There you go. This is some Silver's daughter, Joe Silver, right? Silver has feeling in his legs, a little in his hand. As he's saying, ouch, when someone moves his hand, his leg has some feeling. By the way, folks, Joe Silver had a stroke. He's been able to push against us when we pick it up, and he's moved it a little on his own. He's still at rehab Edna has denied it three times, but the outside company that has the final say has overridden the insurance company. Our biggest need right now is to buy some kind of minivan that can be equipped with a lift. The VA may be able to give us a, a grant for getting a lift system for the van, but we have to get a van first. Please pray the Lord heals his brain also. Joe still has brain fog. He knows all of us and remembers a lot of things but Sometimes says things that don't make sense. He prays with us every night before we leave, and he leads the prayer. Trying to put a claim in with the VA because he fainted on the grinder in boot camp because he had a cure pericarditis, and we believe that contributed to his heart murmur. He had operated on. Thanks for all your help and prayers. So let's get to, let's figure this one out. Uh, we're going to send him. So we're going to we're going to flood him with with uh, cards tomorrow. Lord, I just ask you right now. You said healing is the children's bread. And we know that Joe Silver loves you with his whole heart, Lord. We thank you that he didn't perish, he didn't die. Father, we just pray that you do a miraculous work in Silver. Touch him. Reconnect those lines, Lord, supernaturally. Do what no doctor can do. Do what no medicine can do, Lord. Just reach down and touch that, that dear man of God. Provide all of his needs according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. Amen. Amen. Amen.
1: Amen. Amen. We love,
0: uh, amen. We love silver. I got I gotta, I got I gotta show you this. This this has been all over me. Uh <clears throat> our friend uh Sherry in Illinois sent me a, a video. <laughs> we gotta play it, Spencer. Right, we got we gotta play. I'm gonna I'm gonna come back and we'll talk about Satan con here in a minute. Bear, bear with me. Look, we don't wanna give, I don't want to give any. Credit to the devil. I don't want to get any advertisement to the devil. But we're going to oppose the devil. Okay, we're going to oppose. We're going to work on a plan here to oppose the devil. Bring up the Doobie Brothers. Sherry Allison. She sent me an email about this, and you know, I I, I bet I heard this song a thousand times. Now that's a that's a lie. I repent, Lord. Um, I heard it. I've heard it a lot of times, but not recently. I haven't heard it recently. Not ha- hadn't heard it since really. I became full of the zeal of the Lord, to be honest with you. And Sherry sent it to me yesterday. In fact, hey, Sherry, can you come in here a minute? Can you tell people why this touched your heart so much? What was going on with you there?
4: Hi, good morning, coach. Morning. Good morning, everyone. (laughs) Yeah, I had a real, real interesting dream. And prior to this dream, the Lord had kept speaking this song to my heart. And I'm like, well, you know, really, Lord? I don't really listen to much secular music anymore. And, But I just felt that constant poking. Come on, you know, check, check this song out. Okay. So <laughs> uh, like I do, you know, I procrastinate and I didn't bother. And so <clears throat> Tuesday night I had this, I don't know, crazy dream, I'd call it. And uh, I began to dream that I was telling people I was pregnant. And I don't know who these people were exactly. I can't remember that part of it. I just remember. <laughs> I'm telling people I'm pregnant. And I'm like, wow, that's really, that's interesting. So I then woke up. I heard Dave get up. And I woke up. And I lay there and I thought about it. And I said, ah, you know, another crazy dream. And, but then I said to the Lord, I said, Lord, please, if this is you speaking to me, if you're trying to show me something, will you please confirm it? And I knew I'd lay there and go back to sleep because it was still pretty early, you know, like 3 a.m. or whatever. And so sure enough, I lay there for a while and just prayed and went back to sleep. And I began to pray that I was telling my daughter that I'm pregnant. <laughs> now, our daughter and her husband, they they have seven children right now. So I, I started noting some of the, the numbers, you know, that, that really stayed sharp in my spirit. And it was the number seven. They have seven children. And <laughs> here she is. And as I'm telling her that I'm pregnant, she's lying, she's lying down. She's like in a, you know, a lying down, da- she's laying down. But on top of her is this pile of just beautiful, small little gifts that look like Christmas and I'm like, what in the world are you doing? And, um, and I, she, I, it was like she was answering me. She was saying something to me, but I wasn't hearing what she was saying until I said to her, you know, I've gained seven pounds and I I mean, I'm just barely pregnant. And um, she, she said, and now I heard her speak and she said, yeah, mom, I can tell you look like you've gained seven pounds. And it it was like this number seven three times has been in my brain, you know. And um, so I don't know. I just, I was just rejoicing in the Lord and laughing. I thought it was very, very humorous. And so then I woke up and Dave was working from home yesterday. So I kind of shared the dream with him. And of course, you know, he's Mr. Funny Guy. And so we're laughing. (laughs) And, but then it happened again. As I was listening to your program yesterday coach the lord said you need now to look at this song and so i went on my search and this is what we found and i i just felt that i really needed to share it with you coach all right all right before we share it i want to i want to play
0: another bring up for me spence uh, matt walsh bring up matt walsh i want want, because i i caught this just before i was coming down the steps today i don't know if you guys know who matt walsh is but uh what is a woman? He's the author of the, of the uh, video. What is a woman? And I, I, I clicked this on and that's a man. Oh man, that is the hot sauce on our show today. So Matt Walsh, just listen to this. It's about a minute long. Go ahead.
5: So here's my official answer for the record. Kiss my ass. I do not apologize. In fact, by all rights, you sick freaks should be the ones apologizing to me for lying and defaming me, and doing it all because I'm trying to prevent you from sexually mutilating children, you damned monsters, you child-abusing psychopaths. I wouldn't apologize to you soulless parasites if I had a gun to my head. Instead, I'd rather just tell you all to piss off. I apologize for nothing. I concede nothing. I will never surrender even a single inch of ground to a pitchfork mob... Of degenerate morons. I am more motivated than ever to oppose you and to fight against everything you stand for because I hate everything you stand for and I hate it more with each passing day.
0: The zeal of the Lord hath spoken it. Huh? Huh? That's me. That's the way I feel. That's where I hate it more every stinking day. Amen,
1: Cody. Amen.
0: Amen. Can I tell you something? I'm not ashamed to tell you I'm motivated by hate. Not hate people. There's some things I hate, and there's some things you should hate. And until we start in the zeal of the Lord. By the way, pull that scripture back up that Meyer had. Pull that scripture back up. This, I believe, is the heart of the Lord. For he put on righteousness as a breastplate, and a helmet of salvation upon his head. He put on the garments of vengeance for clothing, and was clad with zeal as a cloak according to their deeds. Accordingly, he will repay fury to his adversaries, recompense to his enemies, and to the islands, he will repay recompense. So shall they fear the name of the Lord from the west. And his glory from the rising of the sun, and the wind, the enemy shall come in like a flood. The spirit of the Lord, I'm goose pumping, shall call, lift up a standard against him, and the Redeemer shall call to Zion and unto them that turn from the transgression. And Jacob, saith the Lord, dude. Hey, folks, we're in a war. We are in a righteous, holy war, despite Amen. what others are trying to tell you, okay? So here's the song, the Doobie Brothers. By the way, they called them doobies because they smoked doobies. Did you know you guys on that? That's where we were the doobie brothers. And can I tell you openly and honestly, it's proudly. I never smoked a doobie in my life. All the wild and crazy things I did never smoked a doobie. I don't even, I don't even know what that, I don't know what it means to get high on marijuana. Never done it. Never done it. But Sherry sent me this and I started listening to the words. I said, Oh my goodness. My goodness. When was this done? 1973, maybe. I don't know. Taking it to the streets. The Doobie Brothers. Go ahead, brother. up and judge fairly. Defend the rights of the poor and needy. Eight through
1: nine.
0: The government, doctors. at the right hand of the needy to save their lives from those who would condemn them.
1: Take it to the streets. Oh, Oh, Sherry Allison, what a catch.
0: How many of you guys knew that song, could sing along with that song, but never really had listened to that song? Isn't that something?
4: Mm. Uh, uh,
0: Boom! Taking it to the streets. I ain't blind, and I don't like what I think I see. Anybody with me on that? Uh, I ain't blind, and I don't like what I think I see. And what's the response? Amen. Taking it to the streets, baby. Taking it to the streets. So in that, in that, uh, in that spirit, we're going after Satan Con this week. And Mel, get ready to come on in. Pull up Satan Con, if you will. This is an action we're going to do this Saturday night. Satan cons being that, look at this. It, it's the 10th anniversary in uh, at Boston Marriott. Boy, well, I wish I was in Boston. We ought to have 10,000 people outside that place carrying signs, taking it to the streets, right? It's April 28th through the 30th. Special events, events are sold out. It's sold out, 10th year anniversary. Scroll on down there. Um, where was it? Pull back up it, eh, brother. Slow down that Slow down minute. Go go up. No, good. <laughs> go down. I want you to see the schedule of speakers. That's what I'm looking for. Uh, presenters. 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 Satan con. Huh? Satanic panic in hell. This is the schedule. Degrade retros, retrospective executive ministry. Deconstructing your religious upbringing. Reclaiming the trans body atheistic strategies for self-determination and empowerment. Sins of the flesh, Satanism and self-pleasure. Reimagining Lilith as an architect. Oh, I gotta tell you that story. Satanism and the BIPOC experience. So look, hey, I gotta share this just real quick because it just popped into my head. We were in we were in Indianapolis, Indiana, and uh some lady showed, some girl showed up. Uh, uh, she was doing some counter protesting or whatever, and some of the guys went over there and they started talking to her. They were trying to have a dialogue with her and i 'm standing over and i can I can tell this, this ain 't going anywhere Somebody needs to mute uh, i I'm, I can tell this discussion is 't going anywhere because they were kind of novices they didn 't know they were dealing with the spirit, but i knew I knew they were so uh so when they, they kind of were calming down a little bit, and I walked over indianapolis indiana I, I walked over there and I, I went up to I went up to this uh young girl and i said uh In Jesus' name, who's speaking through you? That's the first thing I said to her. In Jesus' name, tell me who's speaking through you. And she looked at me, eyes turned dark, and she said, Lilith. I had never heard of Lilith. Never had heard of Lilith. Hey, Spencer, look up Lilith. Because they mentioned it there, right? They just mentioned Lilith. Lilith. I'd never heard of Lilith. Had you guys? Who is Lilith? Uh, uh, Which one am I reading? Uh, Lilith. uh, I don't want the history of Lilith. Go to Wikipedia. Lilith uh, is a female figure and theorized to be the first wife of Adam. And supposedly the primordial she demon. Lilith, is cited as having been banished from the garden of Eden, Eden for not complying with and obeying Adam. She is thought to be mentioned in Biblical Hebrew, Book of Isaiah, and other places. The name Lilith stems from the Arcadian word Lelu, is related to Hebrew word Liloth, which is thought to be a night bird by some modern scholars. Lilith continues to serve. She's a sexual goddess, okay? That's who Lilith is. So I looked that girl in the eye. I said, in the name of Jesus, who's who's speaking to you? She says, Lilith. Now, look, go back to that Satan con. Go back to Satan con because don't they mention that? Her? Don't they mention her? What? Where was that? Uh, Lilith. I lost I'm, Somebody help me out there. Spencer, your eyes are better than mine.
6: It's in the middle there. Reimagining in, Lilith.
0: Uh, reimagining Lilith as an architect for reproductive justice. So here's what we're going to do. We're not going to give these guys any more authority than they have. But at the same time, when the enemy comes in like a flood, what does, it, what does the church do? When the enemy comes in like a flood, what does the enemy do? When the enemy comes in like a flood, what does the enemy do? Raise up a standard raises up a standard against him right so we know the enemy is about to come in a flood like a flood you know what we're going to do we're going to raise up a standard against it go ahead and talk about that a second Mel.
7: thanks coach so um yeah we are going to approach this action with zeal and um We, if you go to, uh, thank you, Spencer, um, you can go to the action, you can get there a couple of ways. You can scroll down the front page, you can go to the action tab, but, um, you know, yeah, we're going to, we're going to take up action against this. And with modern technology, we have some, you know, tools at our disposal. So, um, you know, one of the things that we're going to do this Saturday, we're going to start a prayer Puddle, um, like we've done before, you know, that's so powerful. You know, we'll all just kind of mm-hmm. bring, you know, to the table what we have, you know, precatory prayers, you know, whatever it is, you know, focusing on, you know, coming against Satan come. Um, the other thing that we can do um, leading up to this event is to do some virtual staking, which um, if you have any questions about that, let me know. It, it's it's pretty simple. You just, um, you know, take a picture, um, you know, even on your computer or, you know, if you need me to put something in the action, I can do that. But, um, you can just kind of cut and paste a picture out, just put it and then stake it remotely in your home and pray against this location. Um, we've got two prayer opportunities online with coach Dave. Um, the time the time's going to change from seven o'clock to eight o'clock. So this Saturday at eight o'clock to nine o'clock and then next Saturday from eight o'clock to nine o'clock. Craig is busy, you know, um, looking at some of the presenters and getting some background information on them. And then we also have the IFA, the intercessors for America. Um, They've been working on this um, event too, and they've got a prayer guide that they've put together. So I'll just keep gathering and adding to this online. So, um, but we're, um, we're coming against
0: this with Mm -hmm. zeal, Folks, we need to, we need you to share with others. All right. Share with others. We're going to be doing this. We're going to be remote staking. So how do you remote stake? Well, you go to your computer and you just copy off a picture of a map. It's right there. It's right there. Just copy off a picture of a map and remote stake. It. Just declare like we're, like you're staking. We all do that. The area around that place. And we'll give you a little bit more details on that as the, as the week progresses. One but more know, thing, Coach.
7: No, Can I just no. add one more thing? So I'll be putting out some things on Facebook through the Liberty Action Network page on Facebook. Spencer and I are putting together um something that he's just so good at really presenting, you know, putting something together to share out. So um look for that. And then like I said before, you know, I've I've done my job. Now it's your job to to get the word out. Thanks.
0: Amen. 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 Boy, boy, oh boy, oh boy. It's good stuff, folks. Good stuff. Hey, Coach, uh, can, yes.
3: can I say can I say Yes. Um I was talking with Diana Kerrman about some stuff and um a guy has a YouTube channel called God's Warriors. He, he's actually traveling from Indianapolis, and he's going to be there. So um, I think there's a, there's a lot of people that uh, the spirit is just uh, tweaked that we need to come against. So I don't think we're alone in this, um, but um, we could definitely be uh, a collection of resources for those that are. I'm reaching out to this person too, um, trying to to. Build a bigger web and also drive them to Mel (laughs) so we can all at least have a a central repository to get this information out and then to get people to sign up, right? And uh, Mel's done that in the past, you know. You know, if you're in a ministry and you want to, you know, associate yourself with this, you know, send a logo to to Mel and uh, hopefully we can look like a NASCAR (laughs) with all our sponsors on this.
0: Amen. And folks, we're trying to get out ahead of it, Right. We're trying to get to Satan Con before Satan Con really gets up and running. What's the date of Satan Con? What is the date?
3: It's the last weekend of this month, coach. It's, yes. it's basically yes. 10 days away. No, we're, like we're
0: out ahead of it, folks. That's what we're gonna do. What when the enemy comes in like a flood? What's the Lord gonna do? Gonna raise up a standard against him, right? And I got a text from our resident former uh pagan Stephanie, who told me that Lilith. Oops, I lost it, Steph. Hang on. There it is. That Lilith is the mother of all demons, according to uh, Satanism and all that kind of stuff. So uh, stuff's real, man. Look at the sexual degeneracy that's going on in the world. and you tell me there isn't something to it? Huh? Amen. Sexually mutilating little boys and girls. and at, Look, are you looking at me? Average people like me and you wink and nod at it, like it's okay, like it's okay. What, what? Hey, boys and girls, what would be going on in the world today if we were going around chopping off the penises of black men? What would be going on? Or back in slave times, if in order to be a slave, they had to cut off your genitals or mutilate your genitals, would the church be sitting silently by and allowing it to happen? and they're ta- they're taking sexual you know there's no other word to call it friends there's no other word to call it it's absolute the actual denial <laughs> of silence science they want to call off the their wanger so they aren't reminded every every day of what they really are and we buy into it we let them do it boom <clears throat> hey. You can't get mad at a crazy person for acting crazy, can you? They're acting crazy. They're of their father, the devil. Can I ask you a question? Why don't we act like our daddy? Had somebody say on that show on yesterday, I don't like this guy. He yells too much. That's because you've been sitting to, listening to women pastors. That's why, dude. Women pastors and pastors act like women. We're in a freaking war. The Satanists are openly celebrating, openly doing it. I wonder I wonder how many churches in in uh, Boston are even aware of it or are doing any type of outreach to counter it. suppose there's any of that going on? No, I, I, don't I don't think there's any of that. Ain't none of that going on.
3: Come on in, hey, Roger. That's yeah. very I saw the, I saw the um, one that does
0: big... Hang on, somebody else's mic. Hang on there. Go ahead, go ahead, Roger.
3: I saw the movie Nefarious the other day, uh-huh. and... Um, one of the scenes ties into what you just said. The pastor is talking to the demon and the pastor looks at the demon. Who's manifested in a man, if that's the right word. Yeah. And the pastor says, well, I didn't know we were in a battle. <laughs> and the demon looked at the pastor and he said, I know that's why you're losing.
0: Wow. <laughs> that's it. Isn't it? Huh? That's it. We're in a battle. And we don't even know it. That's why we're losing and we shouldn't be losing. So we're going to engage the best that we can. I'll get you a second there, George. Hang on a second. <clears throat> I was just, uh, Spencer, did I send you this? Did I send you the Patriot Party news? <clears throat> did, I think I just did. I want you to pull that up if you can. Because I want to make an illustration that, uh, uh, of a song we've been singing here for quite a, quite a while. <clears throat> uh, click on uh, events. I don't know about you guys, I've never heard of the Patriot Party news. Have you guys about to ever heard of the Patriot Party news? Do you know that the Patriot Party news has its own, like, Brideon? These guys in Texas have their own, like, Brideon network, where they have guests who do daily shows. Did you guys, I didn't know that. I'd, I'd never heard of it. In Ohio Brett Gets in his car and drives all across America like he always does, and he ends up down in Dallas, Texas. It's his event, called and he finds out about the thing coming up called the Patriot Roundup Rally. So what? Next that. So well, the coach, said, you know, people are doing stuff all over the place. We just gotta, we just gotta connect with one another. So they're having an event down there, April 29th and 30th, down in Bowie, Texas, and and lo and behold, through Brett. I got invited to go speak at it. And then yesterday or two days ago, they had me on their show. I'll I'll share that link later on. But here's what I want you to see. Wow, oh, man, how do I do this? Go go back. I got Spencer bouncing around a little bit. Go ahead, Spence. Pull up the... Uh... Scroll down, buddy. Scroll down. Keep going. You're doing great. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. You're doing great. Stop. Keep... Nope. Keep... Click on events. Click on events, Spencer. You got on a different page on me. Click on events. <clears throat> okay, right there. Back up. Back up. Click on that one on the right. That's it. They're having an event. Patriot Roundup, April 29th, Bowie, Texas. 20 great events. Blah, 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 blah. Folks, these folks are awake. They're already awake. You know what was amazing? When I I, I got on the show uh, with them uh, two days ago, and you know me. You know me. Now I am, man. I just unloaded. I unloaded. You know what they are? They're patriots that aren't ashamed of the gospel. They're they're us. They're like us. They're like us. But I found this out. I didn't know. Lo and behold, what do I find out? Because we all work in our own silos, right? They got 65,000 followers on Rumble. 65,000. They said this event's going to be sold out. How about this? It's going to be a patriot rally and a rodeo. <laughs> you ever been to a live rodeo? I mean, it, it's a, this is like my kind of guys, right? This is my oh, kind of yeah. Guy. And, and so I, I went on. I got on their show yesterday, or two days ago. I'll, I'll share it with you later on. And I, I was just, I was just me, man. I was, I was unleashed. I had zeal. And you know what? They loved it. They said, "This is what we need. This is what because usually it's the other way, isn't it?" Usually they say, "Oh, don't bring that religion in here." Oh, you're too religious for our Not everybody agrees with her. No, 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 no. They said, "Turn up the volume, baby. Turn up the volume." So uh, I, I thank Ohio Brett for making that supernatural connection, and I'm going to be there next weekend a part of this Patriot Roundup. Wow, huh? So I want to put in the chat if you can there this this link up, Spencer, to the Patriot Party news.com. Hey, Mel, they're us, man. They're us. These, this is This is our tribe. The zeal of the Lord are is bringing, are bringing us together. Amen. Amen. George McCloy, come on in, George. Yeah, coach. I just want to let you
8: know, first, that zeal that you're talking about, Yep. I got that too it's they're hot.
0: To, hey hey george they 're going to try to they 're going to try to throw as much water on you as you can just be oh ready. no i 've been
8: exhausted from it, and I just want to tell you you fire hos me so much that <laughs> i found out I found out about King James, somebody said King James was a homo. so I looked it up and it, not one, not two, but like five three for sure, five different lovers during the course of his lifetime. It made me sick. So I was down for a couple days. I'd actually missed first time, really ever. And uh, but I'm back, and uh, <laughs> I want to let you know that 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 the frog in your throat—it's dioxin. You got to get that broccoli sprouts. And I put. No, okay. I eat a I lot put, of broccoli. I've had yeah, them my whole life. Man. All right. Anyway, I put something in the chat. This guy—I'm telling you—it's eight hours long. You only need to watch about forty-five minutes. This guy is was in the Illuminati, big time, big time—a record executive, and. He served Satan pure, flat out, and he came to the Lord, and it's awesome. Boom, Vinny, I put it in the chat about seven minutes ago. Thank you, Coach.
0: Thanks, George. Thanks, George. Listen, folks, are you looking at me? It doesn't matter if you are or not. We're swimming upstream, okay? We're swimming upstream. We're swimming upstream. Now, I wrote a commentary today. I I don't think I have time to get to it because I want to get you guys in here. But it's, uh, God, the Lord is so good. The Lord is so good. Spencer, pull that up there, because I'm not going to take time to read it. But what I did in the commentary, oh, I got—I just got shared part of it with you. Did I send it to you, Spence? I think I did. Yeah, yeah. I will not comply. I didn't know what to title it, so I called it I Will Not Comply, but that's not what it's about. It's not about that at all. all right. Okay, I'm sorry. Lord, I got to read it, okay? From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God suffered violence, but violent, take it by force. Okay, stay with me here because I'm writing to a group of people who, do, who have no understanding of what I'm, what I'm about to say. Some of you do, because I've done, talked about it here on the show, okay? Like many of you, I've read and repeated this scripture hundreds of times in my life, but I didn't know if there was a more misunderstood verse than this in the entire Bible. Wow. We hear a lot of talk about how much violence there is in the world, and certainly none of us want to see others get hurt. But the connection of violence to bodily injury is a misapplication of the true meaning of the word. Words do have meaning, and nothing has more, uh, been more disastrous to the well-being of America than the polo- politicalization of language. Go down to the next. Keep rolling down. Whenever I run into a language issue, I fall back to Webster's 1828 dictionary. No, Webster. Yada, yada yada. Over the years, the meaning of so many words have changed. Hence, the confusion about what someone meant when one spoke "gay" today certainly does not mean what it meant in 1828. They weren't even homosexuals. You didn't even mention it in 1820. But today, gay, 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 gay they've seized the word, right? <clears throat> so I love the English language, uh, and, but clarity is essential in understanding. The Bible's ripe this way as well. So I went into a deep dive into Matthew 11 this morning, and I was surprised by what I found. Here's That's the introduction to get to here. Okay, sorry. That's why I read so fast. There are two, two key words in the above-quoted scripture that are used in today's world. In fact, they're at the center of much of what is happening politically. These words are at the heart of the January 6th event in D.C. Those words are violence and force. From the days of John the Baptist to now the kingdom of God has suffered violence, and violent men take it by force, all right? Today's vernacular, they are often used interchangeably, as if they had the same meaning. Most Americans equate it to. You often hear the news readers on TV reference the violent insurrection that took place on that day. But something didn't sit well with me. So I went to Webster's. Violate means to break, to infringe, to transgress, as to violate the laws of the state. Force is any in laws, any unlawful violence to a person or property. Do you see it? Violence can be done without force, but force is always present in violence. Oh, you missed it. You missed it. Violence can be done without force. But force is always present in violence. Huh? You ask? Yeah. The difference is important. The American way of life is being overthrown today, not by violence, but by force. Violence is the result of force. Force always results in someone being violated. Violence is a result of infringement or transgression. Violence is the result of the use of force. Anybody picking it up yet? Anybody picking it up yet? Boom. You're still not getting it. So here's my paraphrase of Matthew 11. From the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God has suffered violence, been transgressed, infringed, and broken. And violent men, those who transgress, infringe, and break, take it by, through the use of, force. Force is the weapons, folks. Violence is the result. How often have you heard a man say, my rights have been violated? Does that mean he was shot, punched, or stabbed? Of course not. He was violated when he was forced to do something against his will. Anybody picking it up out there? Violence has nothing to do with guns or knives. Violence occurs when the will of a person has been violated by the use of force. Amen. Millions of Americans are violated every day when they are forced to wear masks, social distance, use preferred pronouns, and otherwise have their God-given rights violated. Force is the problem. Force is the method by which individuals are violated. Why do you guys pay taxes? You're forced to. You're fearful. You're forced. George Washington said, government is not reason, it's not eloquence, it is force, like fire. It's a dangerous servant and a fearful taskmaster. So we must change our focus and realize that force and coercion are the problem. Violence is the result of force and coercion. So from the days of John the Baptist until now, the kingdom of God has had force applied against it, resulting in transgression and infringement. And those who have been violated respond by standing up and pushing back against the illegal force that has been applied against them. Boom, Vinny! Well, I'm goosebumping. In most most cases, the violence that has been done against God-fearing citizens has not been against their person, but against their rights. Look how you have been violated during this pandemic. Look at your own life. Could you create a list of things that others, especially the government, has forced you to do? They didn't use guns. They used laws and orders and rules and mandates to strip us of our right to even worship God in public. The kingdom has been violated. Millions of God-fearing Americans showed up on January 6th because their rights had been violated. The government used force to turn them away. Our rights have been violated and force is the weapon they used. Courage is the counterforce to tyranny. I will not comply is the antidote. Boom. Boom. Is that something, folks? I'll never ever look at that verse the same way ever again because, see, they want to focus on the violent insurrection of Washington, D.C., but it wasn't a violent insurrection. It was them forcing a fraudulent election upon us that violated us. With me? With me? Gives an entirely different meaning. Because why? The church is so against violence as they're constantly being violated. Wow. Wow. I love words. I love words. Tom Stout, come on in.
7: Um, coach i this is emma i'm willing to go to boston but i don't have a ride so if anybody in this area is going i will go with you um tell me what to put on my sign i'll i'll go
0: all right dear <laughs> well hey look i i'm i want to be careful by what i say about our plans because only a fool refu- uh reveals the game plan to everybody right just know Absolutely. that we' just know Absolutely. that we're, we're working on a plan all right <clears throat> roger come on in Or did you not take your hand down? George.
8: They killed John the Baptist because he spoke the truth. That's he right. said, repent, repent. The kingdom of God is near. They killed Jesus for the exact same reason. He told the truth
0: and said, repent. The kingdom of God is near. Right. Because, because they've been violated, right? The kingdom of God has been violated, folks. The kingdom of God is supposed to be ever expanding. And we're allowing it to be violated. Because they told us that we're not allowed to use violence. See, they got it backwards. They are using violence. Force is violence. Do you, do you guys see that? you get it? I don't understand the force, violation. Force, violence is the result of you having been violated. If you are violated, that's the use of violence. How did they violate you? Clay, how did they violate you? They forced you to wear a mask. They forced you to stand in line six feet away. They forced you to take a shot. They are violating your rights through force and having us focus on violence. Oh my goodness, they're insidious. They're so insidious. Claudine.
2: Good morning, coach. Um, Morning. The other day uh, I was at the state house and uh, because we had the parents... Bill of Rights hearing, because now as parents, we need to have a law that gives us rights uh, to learn and know um, what, our, what is happening with our children in school and in the medical field when they're under 18. So I had a privilege to go to this conference uh, and listen to a former trans woman former trans woman that she's 18 years old along with another 18 year old one of them had a full hysterectomy before she was 16 and her parents didn't even know these women are coming out and so one of the questions I got to ask is has she had a chance to get out to churches or schools because I used to work for a therapeutic boarding school that encourages this kind of stuff right and so um uh, as far as like the trans movement and she said the churches will o- always have said no yeah we need to get these people there's it's a small group of former trans right now but they need to have their voices heard. The story was so compelling. And she shared everything that happened mm. to her, how they lured her in, you know, at the age of 12 and 13, convincing her that she was a boy. And find all these, out, uh, do me a
0: favor. Find out her contact information. I'm, I'm,
2: I'm, on, I'm on it, Coach. We got, you you got to get her on the show. Folks, you do, do, you, do, on, do
0: you understand that they are, violent, they are doing violence to your children in school?
2: You understand that?
0: They're not, they're not beating them. They're not beating them with clubs. They're not doing anything. But they are violating the, the parent-child sanctum, whatever whatever that is. They're doing it every day. Every day. They are doing it by force. They force your child to come into the government education. They force you to. Why do they force your children to come into the government education? So they can violate them. Do you understand? Anybody, anybody understand that yet? Has the church figured that out yet? They're violating us. They're violating us every day. And then they tell us not to use violence as they force everything down our throat. Clay.
1: The rulers of this country and this world are telling us to uh, bow down to the golden idol. Amen. And they've conditioned us to uh, want these uh, flat screen TVs and Disney World vacations. And they made themselves little G-Gods. Mm-hmm. And you were asking why nobody will do anything about any of this or stand up, and it's because they're worshiping their little G gods and they don't want They don't want their comforts to be taken away from them. So, Clay, let me
0: ask you something, Clay. If they force you, by the way, good word, Coach, if they force you to take a jab to go to work, is there any violence within that, Clay?
1: No. Well. Yes, I, yes, if you
0: understand the word violence.
1: Yeah, you're violated. I,
0: You've been and, and it's
1: the same way as being that uh, January sixth, and you have no intention of doing anything harmful right. to anybody, and then somebody comes up and shoves some little kid or a wife down, or punches somebody in the face, and then you're forced to do something about it if That's you got right. uh, God right. inside of you.
0: That's right. That's right. And so you 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 go to the January sixth, and those guys are shooting grit. because the crowd's there. They 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 force the crowd back. They force them back. With a show, that we hear them say, a show of force, and they force the people out, and they shoot grenades into a crowd, and they hit people, and then the reaction is anger, and they call the people who react angry. They call that violence. No, 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 it's a reaction to the violence that was done to them, even though it may not have been physical. It was a reaction done to them, and it was all done by the use of
1: force. And coach, it's like right now, we, you, or I, Mike, could take violence against us. But we're looking at what's happening in the world, and they're violating our children and our grandchildren. And we ain't
0: doing a damn thing about it. We're not doing a damn thing about it, right? We don't care. Right? We don't care. Oh, let's get out of here, Lord. Lord, please come quickly. Oh, my goodness. Thanks, Clay. Laura Ann, come in, then, then Dave Allison.
6: Go ahead. Well, they've been trafficking our kids through the foster, not just through the foster care system, but through the schools, because all these IEPs that they're writing. There you for go. All these kids, You know, on five oh fours because you have people with bachelor's degrees that don't even have a medical degree diagnosing your children and these parents are fall are falling in line going, Oh, okay, you said my and they don't and they're doing some test on your kids that was designed by a bunch of Satanists that are telling you who your child is, and then they create these documents that they don't have to follow in the government schools. And when my daughter told um her math teacher with her IEP that she was allowed to use a calculator in math because they wouldn't let her use a calculator. She said, she said, she said, my mom said that to tell you in my IEP, I'm allowed the doc, the the document says I can use a calculator. She said, well, your mom's not here. And my daughter responded, (laughs) this is, wait, this gets better. This is the kind of mama that I am. Okay. And my daughter is a, is she is hope. So she tells her teacher, she said, well, you work for my mom. She said, no, I don't. I work for the government. She goes, my, this is my daughter's response. The quote unquote, mentally retarded autistic kid. She said, yes, you do. She pays taxes. You work for my mom. Amen. <laughs> Amen. You know, Amen. And, and and if we, and if we cannot stand up for our kids. And they are taking our kids by force through these government schools by writing these documents, and then it follows them, and they're not allowed to get educated because, you know, here's Bush saying, oh, yeah, no child left behind when he's leaving all of them behind. But what they do is once they start writing these documents, then they they, they think they can come in for your kids and tell you, because they told me, because I was a single mom, I wasn't qualified to be her mom. Mm. when God formed her and these are what women need to do is stand up and say this child is formed in my womb God formed this child in my womb regardless mm. of whether or not I agree with her 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 father There's two of us that came together and we form and God formed a child Amen. well so, but, but see and, look, and, look and I'm with you I'm with you Lauren look look folks I,
0: the Supreme Court decisions of the Supreme Court, force you to do things against your will they they came after me and tried to fire me for my god-given right to be able to pray they did not they didn't take a club and beat up on me no 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 they used force they used force financial force threat of losing my job they forced me to comply you don't think they did violence to me huh folks you don't think that was violent i believe it was i believe it was violence
3: dave Allison then Tim go Yeah, good morning, everyone.
0: I I find it interesting how the enemy tells people right to their face what he's going to do to them, and they buy right into it. So Satan con,
3: con is a suffix of Satan. There's really no such word as Satan con. And
1: uh, Webster divides or defines the word con something used deceptively to gain another's confidence. Can you believe that? I mean, they tell him right to their
0: face, Satan con. We're going to con they're just, on you. They're and, we, <laughs> and one more thing,
1: Coach, we're going to help you out here. Guys, every time we go somewhere, we, Coach always says, hey, this is Dave from Illinois. He still can't say that word up north, That's that state up north. He just refuses to say it. We're actually from Michigan. So when yes. you hear Coach say,
3: Illinois, just yeah. think Michigan, we'll help yeah. you out. <laughs> hey, Dave, they
0: they forced me not to say that word. All right? I know. Uh, they violated me. I, I just want to rub violated. that in. Amen. Tim, come in.
1: So I did a study a while back ago on the kingdom of God. I pretty much, when the kingdom of God came to this earth, it means to sway, to persuade. So we have to join the kingdom of God to sway people. Amen. Pretty simple.
0: Yeah, it is. huh? Because why? Violent men take it by force. If you want to violate somebody, you got to do it by force. It's the only, its the only way you can do it, folks. You ever heard somebody say they forced me to do it? He—I felt like I was forced to do it, right? Yeah, well, yeah, you were forced. They violated you.
5: Amen, Dale. Coach, you know Jesus said some things when the thousands were following him that all of a sudden they stopped following him, right? Because yeah. brother, they were—they were either challenged or they were offended. Jesus said, "Deny hmm. yourself, pick up your cross, and follow me." And the one said, "Lord, first let me what permit me to go bury my father for his. Pa- what did Jesus say? Let That's the dead, dead bury dead. the dead, right? Mm, oh, yeah. Lord, you don't realize I I I'm I. It's it's harvest time. He says he who put a hand to the plow is not worthy. Listen, coach, I'm just gonna say this as a homeschooler. Now my kids are homeschooling. When you ask somebody why are you not homeschooling? Well, Lord, you don't understand. Here's my excuse. Let me tell you what. There is no excuse to put our children in such a volatile system nope. that is Amen. so dangerous to them, Coach. Dangerous, right? Lushing yeah. you let with our children. And listen, we have been programmed that we have only three branches of government. Brother, there are four. And I would tell any child to tell their, their so-called teacher there's four branches of government and the fourth one is the most powerful. It's called we the people. We're the fourth branch of the government. Oh yeah, you work for the government all right. We the people are the government.
0: Amen. We the people are the government, right? Folks, so uh, uh Look at it. Look at look look at what's going on. They raise inflation, they raise taxes, they do all that stuff, right? And they force you to not be able to afford your child's education. So you have to put them in government school. They steal your money and force you to put them in it. It's not violence. They're violating your children by force. Oh, this is so good. man, Randy.
1: Yeah, coach. Yeah. I'll wait till after the show. I want to add something to how the, this verse. We'll go there, the violence, make it by force.
0: Okay. Randy, or uh, uh, Julie, who's come in there three times and dropped out. So,
2: <laughs> sure, out. I'll, just, I'll go to the after show. Thanks. Okay. Myra. Yes, Coach, in regard to free will, what cherry uh, Art says about your coming events, and uh, Craig, Mel, Attorney Weaver, Lara, uh, I have Exodus 4, 12-13. Now, therefore, go, and I will be with thy mouth, and teach thee that thou shalt say. And he said, O oh, my Lord, I pray thee, by the hand of him, whom he will send. Hallelujah.
0: Amen. Amen. Hey, I ain't blind, when I don't like what I think I see. Taking it to the streets. Last thing they want us to do, isn't it, folks? Blessings. See you tomorrow.